And I'm Grace. And this is what we wish people knew. Today we'll talk about a topic that comes up pretty often in therapy, loving yourself. People that go to therapy ask about how they can learn to love themselves more, how to be kinder to themselves, and how to simply be happier. How is this accomplished? How can I stop being so negative when I fail? Why can't I just be happy? Why am I always so hard on myself? The language we use to talk about ourselves matters so much. After all, we are always thinking, so it makes sense that how you talk to yourself matters. When people are negative and trash talk themselves, negative thinking occurs, feelings of sadness, feelings of feeling unloved, um, depression, hopelessness, worthlessness, and even suicidal thoughts can occur. But you don't have to live like this. This world is a beautiful place to be in. We get the opportunity to see our dreams come true with hard work, to feel amazing, and to live each day as if it were the last. When someone loves themselves, they light up a room as they walk in, they feel better, they get the relationships they want, the jobs they want, and even the financial stability they want. Before we share some tips on learning to love yourself more, we have a huge disclaimer. This disclaimer is something I have to help clients differentiate very often. The disclaimer is that loving yourself has nothing to do with being selfish or conceited. You see when you love yourself, you do things for you, whereas when you are selfish or conceited, you do things to get attention from others. And they're two very different things. So here are some tips on learning to love yourself a bit more. One, put yourself first. Putting yourself first is one of the best things you can do for yourself. This means that when a friend asks you to hang out but you had already planned to go to the gym, saying no to your friend and scheduling to hang out at a later time. This means taking care of you before caring for anyone else, even if you have children. Your children need you to be well in order to take care of them, so don't let your cup run empty. Much like you can't drive a car with no gas in it, you also can't love someone else if you can't put yourself first. Number two is to advocate for yourself. Advocating for yourself is putting yourself first by telling others what you want and need in life. Many times we know what we need, we just have a hard time recognizing it and then asking for it. This is even hard for counselors to do and we help people all the time learn how to recognize this. Remember that we all have the tendency to talk ourselves out of something before we even get started. You can learn to be better at this by starting off small. It might be reading a book instead of cooking dinner tonight, telling your server at a restaurant that they got the order wrong even though that's really awkward, or reaching out to someone when you need support through something tough. Three is self-compassion. Self-compassion is defined by Kristen Neff as being open to one's suffering, being kind and understanding to the self, as well as being non-judgmental about one's failures. Self-compassion allows people to be caring and kind to themselves when they have failed, when they have not met expectations, or when they feel inadequate. In order to practice self-compassion, you must have a mindful awareness of your own emotions, understanding, connection to common humanity, and self-kindness. Self-compassion encourages people to forgive themselves for imperfections and accept who they are. So the next time you're hard on yourself for not accomplishing something, tell yourself it's okay to fail, to be disappointed in yourself, to be human. Some people enjoy writing positive affirmations and placing them on their mirror, desktop, somewhere it can be seen daily. 
Um, in March, we will be hosting a self-confidence workshop. It's going to be a two-hour workshop where you get to learn why self-confidence is important and what to do to feel more confident in everything that you do. There's a ton of experiential exercises, opportunities to be vulnerable, and accountability via a private Facebook group afterwards. If you'd like to learn more, please email us at info at Thanks for listening to What I Wish People Knew.